Amen. Good morning, sir. Good morning, ma. Thanks for the privilege, sir. God bless us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Our righteous Father, we thank you for today. We give you all the glory for your good to us and your mercy and dears forever. Thank you for daily loading us with your benefits and blessings. Accept our thanks and praises in the name of Jesus. Amen. We pray as we look through your word that you open our eyes of understanding and give us the grace to be doers of your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you because you have answered us. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Once again, good morning, sir. And good morning, my God bless us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, this morning, we are looking at the book of Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. The book of Isaiah chapter number 6, verse 8. I will be reading from NIV version. And the word of God this morning is titled... What do you want to do for God? What do you want to do for God? Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I send me and in verse 9 it says it said go and tell these people behave hearing but never understanding be ever seen but never perceiving verse 10 make the hearts of these people calloused make their ears dull and close their eyes Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and be healed. In the book of Matthew chapter 9, verse 37, Matthew chapter 9, and in verse 37, and he said, then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. The harvest is plentiful, is many, is much. But those who are supposed to do the work are few. But the Lord bless the reading of his word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oftentimes we, uh, very many times, all of us as human beings, uh, we are always uh, very, you know, we always ask God what he wants to do for us. Uh, I am sure that, uh, you know, all of us, 
including myself, you know, have a lot of prayer points for the year 2023, you know, that we want God to answer. We have all our needs, you know, well written out or perhaps written in our hearts that we want God to do for us, you know, ranging from spiritual to physical, you know, academic, material, financial, you know, all those things that we want God to do for us, all those needs of us that we want him to meet. However, you know, from these verses of the scripture that we have read, we can see clearly that, you know, it is expected of us that we also do some things for God. God has, you know, some needs as well that he wants us to meet. Somebody can say, oh, but God is powerful. He can do whatever he likes. But he does whatever he likes through men and women like you and me. You know, he likes to accomplish his missions on earth through us. And that is why this year, the word of God is coming to us this morning. That what do we want to do for God? What do we want to do for God? He is looking for people that he wants to send. You know, it's looking for people, you know, that will bring about the word of salvation, the word of healing, you know, to the innermost parts of the heart. And as we can see from, you know, every indication that the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is, uh, you know, getting close every day. And the word of God has not been preached to every nation. God is depending on you. God is depending on me, you know, to be sent of him. He wants to send us. He wants to use us, you know, for his glory. And he's asking us this morning that we should make ourselves available for him. We must not be full of our own personal needs only. Yes, as human beings, we have a lot of things that we want God to do for us. You know, our needs are so many, you know, they are so, so much. Yes, but God is also looking up onto us as well to meet, you know, his needs. And I want to say that one of the best ways, or perhaps the best way, you know, to get our own needs met by God is to first meet his own need. If we want a quick, you know, answer to our prayer, the best thing that we can do, you know, is, is to do the, the work of God, is to go on an errand for God. And of course, this our God is good, it's not callous. He cannot see us do his own work, you know, meet his own needs, and he will not meet our own needs. Praise the Lord. I mean, I I remember, you know, 
a man of God sharing, you know, with us, you know, some years ago of uh, how, you know, they were believing God. They were believing God for the fruit of the womb. And what was happening was that, you know, as the wife got pregnant, you know, the pregnancy just, you know, after a few months would just come down, you know, it will be miscarried. And they kept praying to God and believing God. And it was the same pattern, you know, the wife would get pregnant and uh, would just give a particular complaint. And before, you know, they knew it, the pregnancy would come down. So one day, you know, they had prayed, 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 and the wife gave the same complaints. And uh, the husband just said, look, this is going to be a different result this time around. Just stay where you are. Don't move. And the wife said, what do you want to do? Where are you going? The husband just said, the man of God just said, just stay where you are. Don't move. This pregnancy, you're going to carry it to term this time around. And the wife said, where are you going? She said, don't worry. I'm just, I, I will be back. And the husband picked his Bible and went, you know, around in that community and was evangelizing, preaching the word of God, you know, distributing tracts to people. And after some hours, he came back home and went to his wife and said, how do you feel now? And the wife said, oh, I can feel better. And that was the pregnancy, you know, that resulted into their first child after several years of waiting on God. This year, all our needs, miraculously, the Lord will meet them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Every long-standing problem in our lives, the Lord will solve them for us miraculously in the name of Jesus. Amen. And he will give us the enablement to work for him. He will give us his enablement to do his bidding in the name of Jesus. Amen. What are some of the ways by which we can, you know, work for God? We can go on an errand, you know, for our God this year. Perhaps, you know, the most important of them is bringing men, you know, unto God through evangelism. <laughs> bringing men unto God. I mean, a man of God described evangelism as the heartbeat of God himself. That is what God survives on, quote and unquote. The, I mean, the kingdom of God depends on, you know, men and women who would evangelize souls, who would bring men unto God. And that is why the man of God described, you know, evangelism as the heartbeat of God. Ooh. And we can see that, you know, the Bible tells us in the book of Luke that there is joy in heaven when a soul is brought to the kingdom of God. It tells us how serious and how important the issue of evangelism, you know, is in the kingdom of heaven, in the kingdom of God. So God is expecting us, God is depending on you and me this year 
to evangelize souls, to bring men and women unto him. You know, starting with our family members, starting with our friends, starting with our colleagues. Mm-hmm. Somebody may now say that, oh, ah, in this part of the world, you know, where I am, it's sometimes mm-hmm. somehow difficult to preach the word of God. Have we prayed about it? Have I said, God, please give me, you know, an innovative idea or now I'm going to go about preaching, you know, your word, bringing men unto you. How many times have we gone on our knees, you know, to pray for souls of men? You know, just that, Father, please, this person, you have to save him. How many times have we fasted for salvation of souls of men? You know, it is common to want to, you know, fast, to want to pray for our personal needs, to want to pray for our healing. We are looking for a job, believing God for a job. We can go on a 21-day fasting, three days fasting, seven days fasting. Do we do the same, you know, for salvation of souls of men? Have we fasted three days, four days, just to get, you know, that individual, you know, to have an encounter, you know, with God. This year, God is depending on you and me to travel, you know, in the place of prayer for souls of men. God is expecting us that, you know, we will pray for souls of men who would know Seek the face of God in the place of prayer for the salvation of men this year. In the book of Romans chapter 10 and in verse 1, here is Paul talking. Paul said, brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God for the Israelites is that they may be saved. For I can testify about them that they are zealous for God. For their zeal is not based on knowledge, since they did not know the righteousness of God and sought to establish their own. They did not submit to God's righteousness. Here was Paul talking. He said his desire and his prayer. So as he was desirous as well, as he was desirous of you know the salvation of the souls of the people of Israel. He was also praying, you know, praying, praying and praying to God, you know, that God would save them. So God is depending on you and me this year to go all out, preach the kingdom of God to people. And not only that, we pray, we travel, you know, in the place of prayer for salvation of soul of men. In the book of Mark chapter 16 and if and in verse 15, Mark 16 and in verse 15, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creations. Go into all the world and preach the gospel, you know, of God to all creation. I pray that God will enable us this year to do this. And every day of our lives, not only this year, 
every day of our lives to bring men unto God in the name of Jesus. We will not disappoint God. We will not fail God in this area in the name of Jesus. What else does God want us to do for him? What does he expect us? What can we do for him this year? God is expecting us that we will bring men and women back. You know, people that have been saved before that, you know, probably backslided. God is expecting you and me to bring the lost sheep, you know, back to the flock. God is expecting us, you know, you know, that we would, you know, go all out after men and women who were once, you know, children of God. But, you know, one way or another, they have gone off the track. God is expecting us, you know, to bring them back. God is not expecting us to make jest of them. He's not expecting us to, to say, yes, oh, it's all because of his carelessness. It's not because of our carelessness. That is why, you know, the devil has been able to overcome him. You know, God wants us to bring them back because God does not want any sinner to perish. God does not want anybody to perish. God is depending on you. God is depending on me this year. That that person, you know, that we used to know to be a child of God, who has backslidden, have we taken time in the place of prayer, you know, to bring his soul back, you know, to God? Have we taken time, you know, to preach to him or high again, you know? And, you know, have we spoken to God on his behalf that God will heal, you know, is a is is I mean is backsliding that God would bring him back. So God is depending on you and me this year that we will bring lost sheep back, you know, to the flock. And Jesus gave us, you know, that example. He gave us, you know, that example in the book of you no, know, I think John chapter ten, where he was given an example of. He was saying to you know his disciple that he is the good shepherd, a shepherd who would, because of one sheep, you know, abandon or leave nine, I mean, ninety-nine sheep, and go all out, you know, in search of one sheep, you know, that has got lost. God is depending on you and me this year that we will, you know, in every at every opportunity that God gives to us that we will bring back to the flock. We will bring back, you know, to God himself, souls, Mm. you know, that have, you know, backslidden, souls that, you know, uh, that that, that, that have looked back, you know, Mm. God is depending on you, God is depending on me this year to do this. God will help us all in the name of Jesus. What Mm. else does God expect from us this year? What can we do for him? In the book of Philippians chapter 4 and in verse 19, Philippians chapter 4 and in verse 19, Philippians 4 and in verse 18, rather, Philippians 4 verse 18. I have received full payment and I have more than enough. I am aptly supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus, the gift you sent, they are a fragrant offering, an 
acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And in verse 19, my God will meet all your needs according to his riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. This year, God is expecting us that we will financially support, you know, his work. You know, he's expecting us that we'll meet, you know, I mean, the, the, the financial need of the church, the financial needs of the poor people, you know, around us. Yeah, we'll see, you know, Paul was giving testimony of how people sent gifts, you know, to him for the work of God, of how people, you know, met his financial needs. He said they received gifts from uh, Epaphroditus, they received gifts from the brethren, you know. The works of God, you know, yes, prayer is needed, uh, but, you know, a lot of financial, you know, needs as well <clears throat> have to be met, you know, when it comes to the house of God, when it comes to evangelism and all that. The missionaries, you know, many of them have left their families, of them have left you know, their personal needs, you know, they are in a strange land, you know, need money, need material things and all that. As God will, you know, give us the opportunity. God is expecting us as well that we will meet the financial needs of his children, the financial needs of the church, the financial needs of the poor around us, the financial needs of his ministers. You know, I mean, the church of God, you know, the chairs that we sit on, the fan that is rolling, you know, the house strength and all that, the money, you know, is paid for all of them. God is depending on you. God is depending on me this year. Uh, somebody may say that, oh, uh, the cost of living is high. Uh, there is this inflation and all that. I am, you know, myself, you know, I don't have enough yet. You know, yes, even in the midst of all these challenges, God is still expecting you and me that we will meet the financial needs of his church as he gives us this, I mean, the grace this year. What else does God want from us this year? What does he want us to do for him? He's expecting us that we will lift the hands of Moses around us. You know, God is expecting you and me to, 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 to lift up the hands of Moses around us, you know, as, you know, Aaron and the, uh, the, the, the other assistant of mm. Moses did to Moses. They lifted up, you know, mm. the hands of Moses in war. And was, we, 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 are, we are able to see in that story that as Moses' hands were lifted, there was victory, not only for Moses, the victory was for all the children of God. So God is expecting us, our pastors, we are there, we are we are worshiping, that we will support them, support them physically, support them in the place of prayer. You know, quite a lot of them, quite a lot of ministers, you know, they also have their challenges. But many of them, you know, because of the position the Lord has put them, may not want to share you know, many of their challenges so that we will not be discouraged ourselves. But in our closet, we can pray for them. God can direct us, you know, even to pray for them, to support them, to encourage them, you know, to lift up their hands, you know, 
you know, by go, by by attending the church, I mean the service regularly, you know, so there is no pastor that will be happy. You know, when I mean a, a church building, an auditorium that is supposed to take hundred people, and that auditorium has just five people, you know, you'll be discouraged. So one of the things that we can, I mean, one way that we can encourage our pastors, the ministers of God, the Lord, you know, as put around us this year, let us attend church regularly. Let us attend meetings regularly. Let us pray for them. Let us bless them, you know, as the Lord gives us the, the grace this year. And we must remember that as we do this for them, we are not doing this for them alone. We are doing it for God as well. God would help us in the name of Jesus. And what else can we do? We can physically work for God. God is expecting us that we will work for him this year. There is that department in your church, in my church, that, you know, you know, needs somebody to work there. You know, department, housekeeping department, cleaning department. We can work for God. We can, you know... The church of God needs cleaning and there is nobody to clean it. Yes, we can do it for God. Uh, that uh, children department needs somebody to work there. We can do it. The choir, we are gifted. Oh, I am so busy these days. I won't be able to commit myself to choir practice. But we want God to do something for us. Let us also do, you know, something for him this year. And quite a lot of needs you know, that we may have, I mean, that, you know, the Holy Spirit may put in our hearts that, you know, we should meet, you know, for God. Let us do them. Let us not only be concerned with our own needs. Let us also know that, you know, we can also do one or two things for God as he gives us the grace to do. In the book of Exodus chapter 17, and in verse 12, Exodus chapter 17, verse 12. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hall held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other side, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. So we will also overcome this year and every year of our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. The gate of hell will not overcome his church Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. The gate of hell will not overcome our families Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Look at the book of Matthew chapter 24, 25 and in verse 44. Matthew 25 and in verse 44. Matthew 25 and in verse 44. They will also answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? He will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. Whatever we do for the church of God, whatever we do for the ministers of God, 
whatever we do for the kingdom of God, we are doing it also indirectly unto God. In the book of 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 5, 1 Samuel chapter 2 and in verse 5, those who were full hired themselves out for food, and those who were hungry are hungry no more. She who was barren has born seven children, but she who has had many sons pines away. This is Anna talking. We remember that Anna had someone and she gave Samuel unto God, and God gave him many more children, you know, in return. She saw that God had a need for a prophet. She gave God Samuel, and God blessed her in multiple folds. As we meet the needs of God this year, God will also meet our own needs Amen. as well in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God, in his mercy, will bless us in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. And in Daniel, if we look at Daniel chapter 12, and in verse 3, Daniel 12, verse 3, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever. This will be our testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. And in Psalm 34, verse 22, the book of Psalm 34, and in verse 22, the Lord will rescue his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Yeah. The Lord will rescue his servants. Who are his servants? Those who serve him. Those who work for him. Those who go on an errand for God. They are the ones that serve him. And the Bible says, none of them, the Lord, I mean, all of them, the Lord will rescue. The Lord will rescue his servants. And there is no one that takes refuge in him that will be condemned. And if we look at Psalm 116, if we look at Psalm 116 and in verse 16, Psalm 116 in verse 16, Psalm 116 verse 16, Truly I am your servant, Lord. I serve you just as my mother did you have freed me from my chains you have freed me from my chains so what this means is that when one serves god god liberates such a person god gives him or her freedom and this is david's testimony he said he served god and god gave him freedom from his chains May every yoke in our lives be broken as we we'll serve God this year. Amen. Every need of our lives be met in the name of Jesus. Amen. May Jesus Amen. do in our lives what no man or woman can do for us in Amen. the name of Jesus. Amen. Our lives shine in the name of Jesus. And may all our needs be met supernaturally by him and him alone this year in the name of Jesus. Brethren, I want us to go and pray that God will open our eyes, you know, and give us enablement even to do His will 
and to meet his needs this year in the name of Jesus. Let us begin to pray unto God as a Father, please. Open my hands this year. Enable me to do your work, to work for you, to meet your need, to go on an errand for you, to spend and be spent for you this year in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, enable me. Oh Lord, open my eyes. Oh Lord, bless me in the name of Jesus. To do your need for you in the name of Jesus in this year of 2023. Lord, enable me. Lord, Bless me in the name of Jesus. Lord, strengthen me in the name of Jesus. me in the name of Jesus. Open my eyes in the name of Jesus. Open my eyes in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Enable me in the name of Jesus to walk on you. Where you are in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. To serve you like never before. Lord, mighty name, we are praying. We're going to pray that, Father, please help me so that through me, your kingdom will expand this year. In the name of Jesus, Father, please And let the kingdom of God expand through me this year. Let joy be put unto many. Let salvation be brought unto men and women around me this year. In the name of Jesus, Lord, please enable me. Let your kingdom expand through me, my family this year. Let your church grow in the name of Jesus. Let anointing, salvation, be brought unto men and women around me. In the name of Jesus, through me this year, let your kingdom grow, church grow. Let the kingdom expand through me. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, that your kingdom will enlarge and expand through me this year. Your kingdom will grow. In the name of Jesus, your kingdom Kingdom the in the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 tells us that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we think or ask for. Father, in a miraculous way, 
meet my own needs this year in the name of Jesus. In a way that I, I do not expect in a miraculous, wondrous way, all our needs, all my needs, the needs of my children and my wife, my family, meet them in a miraculous way. I meet myself and to you in the name of Jesus, Father, in a miraculous way, meet my own needs as well this year in the name of Jesus. Meet my needs, 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 all our needs, spiritual, physical, academic, in the name of Jesus, financial, in a miraculous way. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that I will not be stranded. I will not be stranded in the name of Jesus. You will miraculously meet all the needs of my children, the needs of my wife, my needs. In the name of Jesus, now and in the future, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory, give you all the praise for answered prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. As we have decreed and declared, so shall it be in the name of Jesus. The Lord Himself was trending us to do His will, to do His bidding this year. Amen. Always be relevant in his kingdom in the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen.